0: Welcome to News for Thought, giving you your bi-weekly news that will pull back the curtain and show you the truth. At least we try our hardest to show you the truth. Yes. I'm your host, Juan Cruz, and...
1: Your co-host, Dinara Cruz.
0: So, let's see, before we get started, we're doing this exclusively today on Jared's. So, before we get anything off, like... Before we get off the ground, flying and soaring on all this, we're giving an exclusive deal for podcast listeners, all the Food for Thought podcast listeners. So if you're listening to the News for Thought, Food for Thought, it's all in the same branch, so you're good. Uh, in order to find out what the exclusive deal and what you're going to be getting while supplies last, you have to listen to the podcast because we're going to just drop it in somewhere. I'm not going to say where. So no cheaters. yes. So if you do know, don't go off telling your friends. It's at this minute mark. Tell them to listen to the podcast. It'll help them maybe to open up their eyes a little bit. So before we get anything, like I said, going, let's get one thing out of the room, like free and clear that everybody always got a problem with, with jewelry. What is it, Denora?
1: Um... No idea. No idea.
0: all right so the biggest problem with jewelry always is money no is it's always the blood diamond right the conflict it's always where did it come from who was mining it so before we get anything started let's say jared's is conflict free they own their own minds period and not only that not only do they own their own minds but also the fact that they uh The 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 people who certify their diamonds, I mean, it's conflict-free also. So there's no conflict. If you have any problem as far as you know, oh, where does it come from? Where do I get it? Don't worry, you're all set. You're not getting it from anywhere bad. These are all an honest all the way from the moment it starts all the way to the front. Okay, so you don't gotta worry about none of this as, as far as conflict goes. Now the reason why this all kick started off real quick is because i've been going to jared's in waterford all right one dayton play place in waterford connecticut and it has been a magnificent experience um i've gone there for my wedding uh for the wedding bands i did the 10-year anniversary we got a beautiful beautiful diamond rings from jared's and it's been a great experience i've uh every time we've gone there, they treat my wife so nice. Not only that, when my wife was choosing her her ring for the ten year anniversary, we were actually having my wife is very picky, as you know, right? She's like yes. very like kind of particular. particular how she wants things. And they were so patient with her. Like, oh yeah, you know, kind of the back and forth. You thought they would have most people, when it comes to moments like that, my wife always feels bad because she sees it in their eyes. They're like, "Oh, okay," and they they're they're not they weren't like that. And I'm sorry. This is just exclusively to Jareds because Nick trains his people in a certain way to kind of allow them to see the beauty of the experience. So that's the the thing that this Jareds does very differently from a lot of other places is that they get caught up in the story behind what's happening. They always try to find the story. What is this for? So it gives them more of the incentive, the why, the reason, right? Yeah. To, to kind of go all in with it. So it's kind of a cool thing that he does teach them to do. But, you know, this is also uh, interesting too because this place, for all you people out there right now listening for, you know, he gets all his workers to be certified diamondologists. That means that they will know absolutely everything. Now every time that you go
1: certification for that
0: yes there is i i actually didn't know that so i thought it was just like gemology i think i thought it all fell under one thing but mm-hmm. there is a and gemologist so <clears throat> he actually gets them all certified so most of the times when you go a lot of people get scared young guys everybody they get scared because they always think what's the quality how do i know if i'm getting something good what if i'm yeah. getting a bad deal what if this these people are certified most places that you go to jc Pennies or a i don't know whatever little local jewelry place they tend to hire whatever person that they can hire at the cheapest rate because sometimes they just don't have the money they don't have the connections to be able to certify these people
1: or they don't care
0: they just don't care yeah they just want to get your money and go and sell whatever diamond they can get and the key keyword here a lot of these, I started looking up, a lot of these, like, smaller places are actually conflict diamonds because the conflict diamonds actually sometimes, you know, they can find a way to finagle ways. But anyways, getting back to the point for Jared's. <clears throat> so you see, uh, he gets all of them trained. So when you go to buy a diamond for all you guys out there that are looking to propose, which I think is an important thing, right? The yes. importance of making promises. And I explained and one of my podcasts. Them. Yes, Uh, The precision of speech, you should listen to that podcast as to why making a promise is important. But the engagement, right? This is such an important thing, the engagement. And uh, most guys, you propose, it's not like you're doing it for the first, you know, like your 20th time. So you got experience buying diamonds. Usually it's the first time you're buying a diamond when you're proposing for the first time. So uh, they don't know what they're doing unless they do a lot of studying. So they get in there and they're scared and they sometimes buy the wrong thing so a lot of these workers there will actually know everything and they can feel like secure that they bought something of good quality which is actually a great thing yeah <clears throat> so this is something now Jared's um the the good thing about Nick and the place that i go to jared's in waterford where this deal is exclusively to jared's in waterford it's not to every jared's it's just to this jared's in waterford is uh nick has been working has been in the jewelry business now for 16 years and then he's been with jared for 10 years so he's at he's got a lot of experience there but jared's the why jared's first of all jared's has a five times the size right than most jewelry stores and five times the selection also they give you a lifetime guarantee now most places will give you a lifetime guarantee but the problem is is that most of these places will close down so yeah you get the lifetime guarantee but the problem is seven ten years from now they're closed so jared's has been open a long time for business and They're one of the biggest jewelry stores. So the chances of them closing down is almost like slim to none. Yeah. That even if they do go into a bad scenario, some multi-billionaire is going to buy them. Just like American Airlines. You know American Airlines has gone bankrupt so many times and some billionaire comes in and buys them? Well, guess what? Jared's is so big, I doubt that they will ever go out, to be honest with you. I don't think they're going to go bankrupt anyways because they're like diamonds. Yeah. They do good. Anyways, so... They also have a faster turnaround time in resizing. They usually do from an hour to a day, which most oh, wow. places don't. They actually take sometimes up to two weeks because they need to find a person, a carrier, right? Yeah, a courier to be able to take their diamond because they can't do it in house. So they got to take it out mm-hmm. somewhere else to get it resized, right? And then the guy brings it back after, you know, uh, you know, the, if if the guy doesn't if. You're turning in your ring on Wednesday and the guy don't come in till Saturday and then he's not coming back till next Saturday. That's if he can get his work done to be come around back that Saturday when they come and pick up and drop off. Yeah. Usually it's a two week turnaround time. So they do it in house. Second of all, it never leaves the building. If you get a diamond and it's resized, sometimes a lot of women or men get scared that their diamonds getting traded off, that they're gonna get a cheaper diamond. Yeah. Would you get mental security in Jared's because it stays in-house? Period. So that's good. That's amazing. And then also, why jewelry? For some of you people out there, you're thinking, oh, jewelry, that's so like. These are the people who are cheap who say this. Okay? Heads up, people say, Oh, you don't need jewelry, you don't need this. Yeah, you don't need jewelry, but guess what? It is nice, and I'll tell you why. Okay. You can invest in a few things in life in silver gold and diamonds is one of them do you know why because over time if you look at five to ten years right if you buy gold you look at the five to ten year like span it rises maybe on a weekly daily or monthly you'll see in like a small up and down but over the five to ten year span that price in gold rises if you ask Our parents, what they paid for gold back in the day, 25 years ago, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, it was cheap. It was nothing. Yeah. Diamonds, gold, right, and silver. If I'm not mistaken, gold. In order for you to get gold onto our planet Earth, it's got to be an exploding star, okay? So that's the only way that gold kind of comes in here. Diamonds is through coal, right, being compressed over Earth hundreds and hundreds and I don't know how many years if I'm not mistaken okay so yeah you get all of this and stocks close a stock will close and will shut down diamonds will never so guess what what better way to secure your money yeah in financial investment mm-hmm. so you get something beautiful something you could wear and jewelry is going to be around
1: forever guess what yeah
0: Jewelry is coming back hard. It really is. I've been noticing a lot with a lot of different people. They're starting to, you know, all these cool little rings that guys are buying. Before, they were getting Mm -hmm. all cheap, like, three years ago, wearing these, like, rubber bands on their hands. Yeah. But now it's getting up there again. Like, you're starting to see guys wearing more watches. Guys wearing more rings, necklaces. So, the investment is there, definitely.
1: Yeah. And if you're looking at it from, like, a different standpoint, too. Like, also, um... Like if you're looking to get an engagement ring or you know whatever, that it shows like the ch- the more the more you pay, the more kind of value and worth you give like to that person that you're giving the ring to, or the diamond to, or whatever it may be. Usually the case is that it's an it's an engagement ring. So if you're ch- cheaping out, it's like the person kind of goes, oh well. Gosh, maybe they don't really care about me because if they they did care, they would put their money where their mouth is. Exactly. So it kind of just shows how much you're willing to give to one other person. So there's a lot of there's a lot of meaning behind that, too. Yeah. So
0: <clears throat> anyways, just wanted to give you guys. So in order for you to find out how to be able to get this exclusive right for the Food for Thought podcast listeners, how to get this cool little thing that you're gonna be getting i'm not gonna tell you so you gotta find out where so keep listening to the podcast don't forget rate us subscribe follow us wherever it is that you're going uh and share this a lot of people are sharing this Uh, i've i've heard a lot of good things already from the last news for thought podcast and a lot of people genuinely liked it so let's kick it off man you want to go first
1: sure i'll go first um Should we start with a funny one, or should we start with the?
0: Start with whatever one you want to start. All
1: right. Let's start with this one because I thought this one was interesting. So, and this is recent. um, So two nurses in New York made a thousand no, one point five million in giving out fake vaccination cards. What? Yeah. Crazy, right? 1.5 million? Yes. Just, they obviously, like, they got listen, arrested. They, like, people found out, but...
0: Listen, I'm not even going to front, man. It's so easy to make them.
1: Yeah, dude.
0: All you have to do is get the stock card paper, mm-hmm. right? And you have to find the right thickness. Make sure it's not, like, one of those, like, see-through ones that you can kind of see the light through. Yeah, yeah can't see the light through it you could pdf the damn thing and just fine keep resizing it playing with it this is crazy 1.5 million
1: 1.5 million this
0: is show this is show that just like they make fake id cards okay they're making all these green passports and all these different things um so i'm gonna say that this whole vax card if Somebody showing it to you the odds that it's a fake at 1.5 million how much were they selling it for did they say how much
1: no they didn't say how much um
0: they probably must have sold it at a high price but that's just to show at 1.5 million that means a lot of people regardless that's want... a
1: lot for how much they had to have sold a lot
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. regardless of the situation yeah even if you're selling it at like 50 dollars a piece yeah so this is just to show one thing that's very important because that means at 1.5 million a lot of people don't really want to get the vax mm-hmm. so this 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 gives people an idea because you know this wasn't the only person this is just the people that got caught yeah so how many more people are out there doing it making a lot of extra money mhm <clears throat> so anyways damn 1.5 million
1: yeah uh, i guess <clears throat> they got charged with both of them with second-degree forgery. So, I don't know how much, like, jail time it is, but definitely a lot because...
0: I don't know, that's crazy because you could you could do some crazy stuff, like, crazy things mm-hmm. and get away with, like, just a few years. And then you do stuff like this, and you go to jail for yeah. a long, long, long
1: time. Yeah, and it's at a... it's It's the the amount of money that they made puts it up there like this Oh yeah
0: that's true this yeah it's a lot yeah depending on how much money you make also to it it will yeah it will uh heighten the severity of what you've done yeah all right so listen bouncing off of that one going on to another news CDC's natural immunity they just found this out this came out on the CDC website okay mm-hmm. So CDC's natural immunity is better than the vaccine. All right, let me go further into detail. Check this out: the exam in COVID nineteen hospitalizations from May to November, California and New York, which had the most extreme, like craziest cases. Mm-hmm. Right? It says uh, from November, from May to November, California and New York, uh, the states that were hit very hard. They said that they found the people who battled COVID-19 without vaccination built up a natural immunity which gave people a greater protection against the Delta variant rather than receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. Researchers do say that they believe that the vaccine is still the safer way. How they believe this, I don't know. But the researchers say they still think mm-hmm. the vaccine is the better way, but they showed that those who got it naturally, Right? Built up a better immunity and greater yeah. protection for the Delta variant, so people were actually doing way better if you got it naturally, and then you the just vaccine. got
1: COVID versus getting the vaccine. Yeah, which is like I don't know why. For me personally, I think that well, I don't I don't get the whole oh you need to get the vaccine because you're better <coughs> off with the vaccine because some people say like. Oh, I got COVID. It's like, no, it doesn't matter if you got COVID. You still need to get the vaccine. Like, for example, if you are consistently getting migraines, right? I know this from personal experience because I've been getting migraines since I was younger. If you're constantly getting migraines and constantly um, taking Tylenol, whatever, um, to get rid of the migraine, eventually your body's going to be like, okay, like, This is not enough. I need something stronger. If you let your body, which I've done this before, push through the headache, maybe sleep it off, drink some water, I kid you not, I don't really take Tylenol or anything when I get migraines anymore. Yeah. Because my body's gotten used to it. So it's one of those things that I feel like people kind of just brush over with this whole vaccine thing. It's like, no, no, you need to get the vaccine. It's like, no, your body, our bodies do. Oh my God, our bodies are crazy. Like our, your body can do like
0: superhuman. So
1: it's amazing. much if you just let it do its work.
0: Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know how how much in detail like all this is, but the fact that the hospitalizations from May to November, and that and the fact that there were California, and New York, that were hit very hard. Right, this in specific with them. To show that it works out better the other way. Now, mind you, I'm not like pro-vax, and I'm not like against Mm the-vax. I'm just kind of like, let's see what happens in 10 years. Because I don't know one way or the other, to be honest with you. Like, I hear so many things, and I do have my thoughts. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I'm trying to be non-biased. So, I do have my thoughts in in speculations. But this is just... Just, yeah. It is what I it is. I think
1: regardless of what side of the spectrum you're on, there's just so much unknown. Because COVID came out of nowhere. Everything else after that has kind of just been one thing after the other. And it's like, you don't know what to believe, what to... It's just a whole mess.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's go on with the next one.
1: All right. Next one. So... A man decided to retire. He was a superintendent um, because his health wasn't the best because he was so stressed out about all the COVID stuff that he decided to re- retire to stay home with his family and take care of his parents. But like, I guess like it was bad. Like he was getting like um, he got. I think he got like a heart attack and. And whatever, and he he wasn't super old; he was like in his oh, he was on the older side, he was sixty six but because of all of the stress of covid and he was a superintendent, so mind you, he kind of has to make the big decisions about masks, no masks, how are we gonna work with the kids? What are we gonna do if a kid gets sick? this this and that. And I guess, like, a lot of people, when he would have, like, board meetings and stuff with the schools and everything, would be like, no, but you want to kill the kids or something because he wanted to make them wear masks or whatever. So he was, like, so stressed out that his health, like, he got really bad. It
0: deteriorated.
1: Yeah. And so he decided to retire early, take a step back. And he, now he says he's, like, great, more grateful than ever because he has a chance to, to be with his kid and, and take care of his parents. See,
0: this is... This is just a clear example of how crazy things have gotten. Like, I think we said this last time, but once fear kicks in, all common sense is out the window. That's it. It's done. It's gone. And at 66 years old, it's not old, but it's not young. Yeah. But to show how crazy things are getting, because, so, in psychology, right, if you live in the past... You are depressed. So if your mind is constantly going to the past, you're depressed. But if you're living always in the future, right, then anxiety kicks in, stress kicks in, heart problems kick in, high blood pressure kicks in, um, all kinds of stuff. You start to lose hair. You get alopecia areata, migraines. Uh, I mean, shoot, I could go on. Like I could name like 15 more things. Like really, I'm being yeah. serious. I could name fifty more things, and <clears throat> it all be it's all most of that tends to come from the stress and. People who are constantly living for the future are are always anxious because they, they, they think they know what's gonna happen and they're they're stressing out for something that's never happened.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's why it says, you know, live for today. Just live for today. I mean contemplate in the future a little bit, but not don't live in it. Just yeah. think about it. Don't, don't live like in that always future.
1: anticipating it
0: yeah like when you're living in the future is like constantly like you're, that's probably what happened with this guy all these people that you know you he probably had half of his workforce saying you're 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 dumb for for doing this for putting on the masks and then the other mm. half were like no we need to protect everybody in the masks and and he probably stressed himself out and who knows he was probably getting like heart heart yeah. problems and Damn man. He said it was bad. like he had
1: just gotten the he had just gotten the superintendent position like a few years. I think it was like two or three years before COVID hit, and he was like dream job. He was not planning on retiring anytime soon, and because of all the stress, he decided to retire. But if you look on the bright side, also like like he said in the article too, like he realized how much he needed that time to be home and and whatever. So.
0: Listen, I like being home. N- not because I'm lazy. Swear. I swear, you guys. Like, mm. I know I'm always talking about, like, hard work, pain. and
1: He's not lazy. Yeah, yeah. When he's at his house, he's cleaning, watching yeah, his like, kids.
0: I-, I enjoy this. I always enjoy, right after my wife gives birth, <clears throat> I always take two weeks off, like a minimum. And to be here, I mean, homeschooling with the kids and just cooking, cleaning, taking care of everybody you really realize how sometimes when you're working so hard for your business and doing all these things sometimes just being at home puts a reminder of what it's all for and yeah. just to, to to let go and just be here and see them and watch them and deal with them and f- have fun with them and so i i can see where this guy is kind of doing enjoying this time
1: yeah
0: all right so <clears throat> since we're talking about schools here we go This school, I don't know what exactly, I I couldn't, I was trying to find out where, but as soon as you probably Google it, it'll probably show up somewhere. But a school, this mom goes into, there's a video of a mom that actually uh, went up to a parent, teacher, or board meeting or something Mm -hmm. as she's talking. And she says that a school has a litter box for a kid who identifies as a cat. Now, this is, this is crazy because parents, the parents, this is a multitude of things. It mm-hmm. really is, right? It's a ripple effect of many things that are happening here, right? The parents of that kid probably had parents. Okay, mm-hmm. are you following me? So the parents of this kid who thinks he's a cat
1: mm-hmm.
0: probably had parents who didn't let him do absolutely nothing. So they were like dictators in the house. Yeah. Now, I don't believe in being a dictator, and I don't believe in letting your kids be completely free and wild to do whatever they want. Yeah. So, probably had dictators. So then they were like, I'm not going to be like that with my kids. So they probably let their kids be free. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard the saying like, our grandparents worked hard, and therefore we work hard, and our children become soft. Yes. Because I've heard that. Your grandparents worked, came here and worked hard so that you could live a good life. Yeah. And then the, the grandchildren become soft. So that is to say they work hard and all that hard work let lets the next generation be lazy. So therefore, the third generation becomes soft. Yeah. So one, the first one's hard. The last one's soft. So <clears throat> I think what begun, has begun to happen here is... That the parents just don't know how to tell their kids. They don't know how to tell their kids, like, you're not a cat. Because they want their kid to be free. Like, this is so crazy. Because when we would drop off and pick up our kids at school, there were some kids who the mom would be fighting with them constantly, telling them, no, 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 don't do this. And then instead of just telling the kid, just get in the car and stop it, right, they would say, if you get in the car, please, son, I will I will take you to Toys R Us and buy you this. Yeah. And I thought, oh, maybe they're not buying it. Maybe they're just lying to him, which I don't believe lying to the child is good because yeah. it screws you over in the long run. Mm-hmm. But I was like, maybe they're lying to him just to get him in the car, right? Then I would see him the next day with the toy. I'm like, they really did it. They really went out. And this kid would have a toy every single day with something new. Yeah. So... The parents just don't know how to contend with the children. They don't know because as soon as the children hates them, then they're like,
1: oh,
0: my world, like yeah. everything. My little baby, my baby said that he hates me. So they're they scared to hurt their feelings. And they're scared that society is going to go against them and their thoughts. Yeah. So because of that, they fall prey to these foolish mentalities. So these parents are probably scared of what society and the new world that we're living in that we're willing to tell a child that he's a cat. Like, mm-hmm. if your kid is a cat, well then go let him live with lions and see how much of a cat he is. Or or if he's a cat, go let him live with cats out in the streets and see how much of a cat. And if he's a house cat, we'll treat him like like this This does not work. You can't feed the kid cat food because the kid will literally, like from his, you know, like nutritionally, the kid will just die. I mean, this is this is beyond because psychologically if mm-hmm. if the psyche of the mind is not living in the status of truth then every decision that he makes is based on a lie because if he identifies himself as a cat well then he needs to lick his arms because he identifies himself as a cat mm-hmm. and you can't be going around licking your arms because there's a lot of bacteria on your hands you can't go around shitting on crapping on litter and and, and because then you know I don't know, some pedophile weirdo series. I mean, you understand the repercussions behind this? Because when you think you're a cat, everything, your life is going to be based around a cat. And you're mm-hmm. not a cat. You're, you're a human living in a human world. You're going to make cat decisions. So therefore, every decision you make is a lie. Therefore, the the, the the structural mind that you are holding in your brain is a lie. That's not good. And this is all because the parents don't know how to tell him no. They're scared yeah. to hurt his feelings. They're scared to make him cry. They're scared. I don't know what it is. They're scared of something. They're scared that the kid is going to come out hurting and, 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 and mentally deprived and, and hate his life because he couldn't identify himself as a cat.
1: Yeah. I think it's one thing to be like <clears throat> a, a jerk um, and one thing to discipline. Like, And it's like... Like you said, like in the end, like it was probably that they grew up with such a opposite that they were like, no, we cannot be like that. And that's what caused them to be so soft. But it's like, you can't, <laughs> you're talking over here and I'm like cracking up because I'm literally imagining a kid like strolling into the school on hands and feet and then like sitting in the class, in the middle of class, like meow, like and licking his, his hand and, like, going in the litter box and, like, peeing and
0: pooping. This is crazy because if they let this kid do this and the school put a litter box for this kid because of that reason, do you understand that, like, okay, so Which
1: what, I think what, what, is what crazy. happens when the
0: dog, what happens when the kid identifies himself as a dog and he's got to go to the bathroom and they say, no, I identify myself as a dog, yeah, I need it's to like, go outside, I need to go out and pee, and I need to pull down my pants and pee and, and and then the other class that has a window right next to that field can see the kid peeing or what about the kid who identifies himself as an elephant or the one who identifies themselves as an, an ant or a snake i don't know like
1: which is like it's one it is one thing fine okay you want to parent your kids that way you want to like whatever fine for the school to also let it be okay is like a whole nother problem in, in of itself like Yeah. Fine. You want to let the kid be a cat? Okay, fine. Let the kid be a cat. But, like, for the school to be like, yeah, no, like, enable it and, like, get him a litter box is, like, it's stupid, honestly.
0: Yeah. Like, I I, I don't don't know what to say about that one. I don't like to make too much judgments because who knows what those parents were taught, what those children were taught, what everybody around them is teaching them. But for the human psyche, it's not good. Period. Yeah. So all right, let's go on to the next one.
1: Next one. So on the I guess on the topic of school also on the topic of school since the other one was also about that. So more than twelve um how do you how did they say it in the article? Historically black colleges this past week received bomb threats. What? And had to close down schools.
0: Historically black colleges. So I'm
1: assuming is like colleges founded by, um, like black people. I'm I'm assuming that's what they mean by historically black colleges. So I guess it it was more than twelve. They all received bomb threats and they all had to close down the schools. And everybody's saying like it's ironic because today's February first, so it's the first day of Black History Month. I mean. Is that really happening? I get or, it's, or it's, it's on multiple articles. Like I this one this one is on is on NBC, but it was like everywhere.
0: I mean because that's that's definitely something that like I don't know, like have we really gone that far back as far as like the hatred towards the black? I mean it seems like everywhere we're turning I mean, I I I don't know. This this is just getting nuts as far as like, um. As far as where we're at, yeah. You know what I mean, I, or or if it was just I I don't know, a lot of black colleges to be getting bomb threats.
1: Yeah, it's like one thing if it's a few, but it said more than twelve. So I don't know how many. More than twelve, but that's a lot.
0: Oh I mean, yeah, Mia, this is crazy, like. And this is just making our society more racist. I mean, mm-hmm. at first I don't know why. For a few, for a few seconds I was thinking, wait, no, it's probably like for like April Fool's Day, February. Oh my yeah. god, I'm so dumb, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thinking too far ahead in mm-hmm. the future, my dude.
0: So, moving on to the next one. Speaking about colleges, SATs. They decided that they're going to make the test shorter. For the SAT scores, because they believe. Shorter? How?
1: <clears throat> did it? Did it say how?
0: No, they they just said that they're going to uh, now. The SATs are now shorter. They went from the average of four right three and a half to four hours to two hours. So,
1: why couldn't they have done that sooner?
0: Yeah, like <laughs> I, I, I took the SATs. Um, do you remember what your SAT scores were? I don't remember. I don't remember my
1: mine. SA, my SAT scores. Is- Combine, were in the thousands, like thousand, like not thousand, hundred, like thousands.
0: Yeah, I think, I think math, math, I almost, I almost scored damn near perfect. My reading, I did well. My writing, I did well. My science, you know, I my math
1: even... definitely, my math definitely carried my SAT score. I hate I, English.
0: I definitely remember <laughs> like, like being being up there and mine mine work competitively good because what what is it it's four different it's four different well now well, I, groups, don't right? I
1: don't know i don't know because
0: they're four different groups it's your math your science your reading and your writing comprehension well
1: not i'm not trying to call you old yeah but <laughs> it might be a little different because when i took the sats it was like Unless I'm remembering it wrong, but it, I took the SATs and it was just like math and reading. Like it was broken up into sections, but in the end, the scores was just math and reading. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: <clears throat> so I don't know how much they've changed.
0: Yeah, so if, I know for sure like it had the math, reading, writing. I think there was science. I could have I sworn there was. I don't remember. I don't remember, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. exactly how it was. So I don't you I don't want you to quote me on this cuz it's been years since, Yeah. Like, like years 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 since I've taken it. But I, I do remember scoring pretty damn high. Like mine mine were mine were good. I remember mine being in somewhere in the 1300s. I'm Dang. yeah, I, I did really well.
1: I Yeah, I didn't really like school so mm. I didn't care too much about it. I didn't like school either. SATs. I just
0: I just happened to be one of those people that just I don't know, I could read and things would stick. Period. Like i I'd have to read it over, but I just I don't know mm-hmm. I've always been one of those people that like when something sticks, it sticks and it's just it's there it's in a file in the back of my brain for life,
1: like, yeah,
0: and it can just some one day just like it just comes back to the few like to the present mm-hmm. like from I don't know, but this is crazy because I didn't know this either, so I started like finding out more about this mm-hmm. <clears throat> so did you know that the sAT scores are optional? you don't need. You don't need it to get into college. Yeah. It's actually one of the more popular ones to put on your application. Yeah. But you don't actually need you could you could do you could do your regular so in Connecticut, I think they're called the CAPT.
1: Cap mm, testing. I, Connecticut
0: aptitude test or something like that.
1: Think so. That sounds familiar.
0: I think so, I don't remember. But anyways, but you could use like whatever testing that your state does. So you actually don't need your SATs in order to be able to get into college, but they want to make it the number one application. The reason why they're doing this is because they're showing that the attention span of of all these young kids is getting shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. shorter.
1: So That's crazy.
0: Yeah, and and they're seeing that it's becoming more difficult and, and less people actually want to take the SATs because they think that they need the SATs in order to get into college. So less people want to take the SATs to be yeah, able to go to college. you don't. Literally,
1: when you fill out, <clears throat> there's for anybody that's that's gone to college or filled out applications and stuff. There's a the Common App, which is like your Common Application, and most schools do the Common App where you just submit all your information to this one thing, and then you can send all of that information to different schools without having to do separate applications for each school. You literally don't even have to put your SAT scores in there. Wow. It's literally just GPA, um, your essay, your transcripts.
0: Do you remember what your GPA was?
1: My GPA? I think my GPA was, my GPA was on the lower side, honestly. But I think it was like three, two, three, four. Yeah. My- something like there. some something, something around there.
0: I forgot my what mine was. I remember mine being pretty high, um. Not the greatest, but pretty pretty, pretty up there. And I wasn't trying to shoot for the best either. Like, I I really didn't care. I was trying to be cool. Mr. Cool guy, back in the day. But...
1: Mr. Leadback.
0: But, so, I, I was putting thought into this about the SATs, about being shorter, and I don't know what to think about it yet. Like, at first I thought, that's really bad, because the attention span of, of young people is getting shorter, right? But mm-hmm. I, then I started thinking about it even more, and I said... It's crazy because do they really need that two-hour test? Do they really need that much? Because I teach the kids, and my kids grasp things, right? So my, my daughter is she is uh, 10 years old, and I'm teaching her algebra, and she's at a fifth grade level. So you, you know, you remember what algebra is, right? Yeah, so she can pretty much do algebra, like long-form algebra. So doing by like the half times 10, you know, minus a, you know, within parentheses. So she could do all that. Yeah. And that's all at a 10th grade. And in we do less work. But we concentrate more time on each equation. So instead of her doing 15, 20 problems, I give her five problems, four to five problems. And we just concentrate real good on four to five problems. And she grasps it so much quicker. Yeah. My son same thing. I do less writing, but more concentration on each sentence that he's writing and he actually grasps it. And my my son actually has a learning disability, but it helps him. Yeah. So, I don't know what to think about the SAT scores. So, yeah, final thought on that
1: one. That one's Yeah, that one's That one's tough. And it does for for me personally, it's mm. kind of sad that like as a society, we have to do that because attention spans are getting so short. So it's kind of a bigger problem than just oh, we're just changing the SAT scores, just because people are tired of taking these ridiculously long tests. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I don't so. Think about.
0: Let's put a quick pause. Jared's. Boom. All right, let's give it to you guys. So before I give you how to be able to get this, you know exclusive little gift that's being given out to all the food for thought podcast listeners (coughs) jared's is having an event on february 23rd so listen very closely this is exclusively for all jared's uh for jared's in waterford at one dayton place okay so exclusively to them they have an event happening on february 23rd which is the levion event now this is very important because on february 23rd levion is bringing they're removing all their jewelry right besides the single diamonds like the loose diamonds that they have they're getting rid of all their jewelry and they're going to be having all of levion jewelry levion diamonds and it's this is nice because they're they're all unique color diamonds and exotic gems from vanilla strawberry uh, honey gold and the interesting thing about levion is that they're in the top five percent the jewelry that they're bringing is in the top five percent in the world so this is beautiful diamonds now, they're also one of the oldest companies, so you know that they're trustworthy. So they're a 500-year-old company. Mm-hmm. So they date they, they back all the way to the 1500s. We're looking them up. And it's one of the oldest family-run businesses in history. Now, they're also in charge of the crown jewels of Persia, which is even cooler to know that the crown jewels of Persia have left them in charge. So you know that the quality is definitely yeah. up there at the top. They also own their own Argyle mine. So they have their own mine in australia which produces some of the most beautiful diamonds in the world so you know that they're conflict free also so jairus doesn't deal with anybody that has uh any conflict diamonds also um whatever diamond jewelry or anything that you buy on that day on february 23rd you're going to be owning one of 10 pieces only period in the world You're going to be only one of 20, one of 30, one of five, one of whatever. Exclusively on that day, on February 23rd, that you're going to be getting these diamonds. Now, they're going to be doing a a 20% off that day. So food for thought podcast listeners, if you are looking for an engagement ring, a wedding, if you're uh, a wedding band, if you're looking to surprise your wife with some beautiful jewelry or something, there's 20% off. 20% off is a lot.
1: Yeah, for like, jewelry.
0: If you are a that goes a long way. Yeah. If listen, if you are going to propose and you got yourself a two, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand dollar diamond, okay, you're talking about a thousand dollars off, close to a thousand dollars off, right? And if it's five thousand, it's a good hefty diamond, right? You're talking about, geez, like that's a lot of money. Yeah. You're talking about now you have. Your proposal, you can pay for your dinner and you can pay your hotel for that night with the 20% off that you're going to be saving on that day with the top diamond quality that you probably won't get anywhere else because you are literally in the one of 20 ranges, right, of diamonds that you're going to be getting. So you know that for sure mental security is there. So 20% off only on that day, on February 23rd. So it's not like it's whatever sold is sold, done. In and out. So it's not like you're going to be able to buy and then come back the next day. Mm-hmm. you got to be ready to so buy.
1: market mark your calendars.
0: Yes. So now for the people who are also on a tight budget but you want to get yourself some jewelry or who knows. You just want to buy something to have to invest for whatever it may be. Now they do have uh, a lot of things that are going to be under $1,000. So if you don't have the cash, here's the thing. They do have a credit card that they have that most people can apply for and do get. So you don't have to have the highest rating. I already looked all this up. So you have if you have a if you buy something for an average let's say of about seven hundred dollars, you're going to be making a thirty five dollar monthly payment. So it's actually not that bad. So this is this is very very nice. Now here's the sweetest deal of all for all you food for thought podcast listeners is that they will be giving out if you walk in, okay, and you say, I came here because of the Food for Thought podcast, okay? You will be getting a one-carat chocolate quartz cushion-cut loose gemstone, and you could put that on a ring. You could put that, I don't know, set it somewhere on a pendant. I don't know what you want to do with it. You could take it and just lick the damn thing for all i care (laughs) but it's beautiful like i looked at it and i I, i'm not one on like too much of different colored gemstones but this one the chocolate colored gemstone it does look nice and what you could do with it is pretty cool which i did see some things so uh check this out check out the jared's uh this exclusive that's happening february 23rd and you are getting if you buy right you have to buy a levion You have to buy a Le'Veon jewelry, something on that day from Le'Veon. It can't be anything from Jared's. It's Le'Veon, and you will get the one-carat chocolate quartz cushion-cut loose gemstone. So check it out. Go out and buy yourself something from Le'Veon. Tell them that Food for Thought podcast sent you. Purchase the Le'Veon show them that you bought something i mean no you don't have to show them but and boom you got yourself a beautiful little gemstone that you could do whatever you want with it or you could take that 20 percent that you saved get something else and get something else i don't know do whatever you want go out take yourself to a nice beautiful little dinner beautiful thing is you got some nice little restaurants nearby so you go out and buy yourself something get it set in stone get it resized right then and there then you leave go eat come back maybe at night you know yeah coming in the morning buy it have it resized by nighttime maybe it'll probably already be done if not you come back the next day you're all set so remember jewelry is a big thing i i buy i invest in 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 i love jewelry like and for many reasons i everybody here on the podcast knows that i won't speak about something or offer these great deals for just no reason i've gotten a lot of different offers from do- from other places and i haven't taken them because i just don't agree with a lot of the things out there so <clears throat> that's why i've done ads for places that i support so guess what i've done my research i broke down everything conflict free great quality top quality right so they give you top quality they'll never close down you got you know. Uh, you walk out in form, you got the peace of mind because all the jewelry is all being cut, everything is being done in house. So it never leaves the store. And it's put, I mean, you'll see it, it's put into the paper bag, your name, everything. I mean, it never gets lost. So, lifetime guarantee. And guess what? If you want to make an investment, silver, gold, diamonds. I mean, stocks is good. I'm not saying stocks is bad. But what more secure than that? I mean, stocks close. Jewelry, diamonds don't. Yeah. It's always there. It will always be there for life. So great prices, February 23rd. They have a lot of things under $1,000. If you don't have the money right away, you could probably get a credit card, make a $35 payment a month. You know, uh, get yourself an engagement ring. All these guys, everybody who's listening to the podcast, you're proposing, you got trying to get something for your wife. This is a great day to be able to do this. Share this with everybody. Tell them, listen, you got to listen to this podcast. Listen to the News for Thought episode two podcast and go and find how to be able to get yourself, you know, a free gemstone, one carat chocolate quartz loose gemstone if you just buy a Levion product. So check out my boy Nick. He's amazing. He really is. Dude knows everything about everything. I've been talking with him. My God, this guy knows his stuff. I was really fascinated. Like I I wanna I've been contemplating buying some you know for a little bit now for my wife. So definitely. You know I'm there at Jared's. All my jewelry we've gotten at Jared's, by the way. All my jewelry.
1: Yes. For those that don't know Juan personally, his wife is as as the young people say, she's iced out. She's iced out. Her... Iced out in diamonds. Yes. Yeah. And it's
0: very beautiful. And all of it is Jared's. I'm being I'm I'm not even kidding. I'm not saying it because I'm just doing this great deal and no, like this is specifically for Jared's. My wife has all of this and it all comes from Jared. If you look at all the diamonds on her, they're all from Jared's. Everything that she has. Absolutely everything so even me too i got my little bling bling one little bling bling my, my wife's like, bling! like it
1: just... yeah like forever this is so... yeah mine's
0: like <laughs> bling. mine's got the little <laughs> bling, bling. you know so yeah jared's check them out they're amazing you guys for real, i'm being serious check them out it's exclusive february 23rd so i'm say it again and i'll say it one more time at the end of the podcast just for all you who didn't catch it uh so definitely all right let's continue on with the news <laughs> that's pretty cool right imagine if you can actually that. get that we should no we should i should start doing it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that all right let's go all right <clears throat> do you want to go first or want me to go first you went last or i went last
1: uh
0: we're, what were we talking about last
1: we're talking about the sat so i'll go all right, all right so tesla Recalled.
0: Oh, I like Tesla. Oh, no.
1: Listen, listen to this. And I thought it was interesting because I was always skeptical about Tesla for this specific reason. So they recalled 53,822 of the cars because of the self-driving feature. So I guess a lot of people would put, because the car can drive itself essentially. So a lot of people would put it as like autopilot or whatever and it would work but there was a few times that they would like slow down and just go through the stop signs instead of actually stopping at them mm. and i don't know i guess it w- it wasn't super specific in the article but um i don't know if tesla kind of like claimed that you should like if you're going to put it in autopilot you should still be alert but a lot of people, obviously, people hear self driving car, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, let me yeah, people take a lazy. nap on my way to work and whatever, or do this or do that, or girls like do makeup or whatever. So a lot of people were using the feature and then it was like not working on them.
0: Were there any accidents that showed up from Tesla on that? Because um,
1: of that? Not, from the article, from what I read, it didn't say anything. I guess people were still kind of aware.
0: at least
1: like all the car the cars that they recall listen
0: i will say this i'm impressed by tesla like i am too because so this guy's building wi-fi around the world okay so how do you now apple's making their own car and their own car that they're trying to create they're still working on it on how to be able to do this But they're going to be using cell phone towers in order to be able to get signal, right? Internet signal to make the car automated, like, and to be able to drive, to be able to speak to it, and to kind of a whole bunch. How do you beat a guy that is going to have Wi-Fi all over the world? So he's not going to have to third party his internet or anything. While Apple... If they make their own car, they're going to have to get a third party like Mm AT&T, Verizon, to then deal with the internet so then they can use their car. So they're going to have to pay extra because the third party is going to want to make their pretty penny too. Yeah. Tesla removes that third party so you save money. Apple is going to have to find a manufacturer to make the car for them. So then they're going to lose money there yeah Tesla makes their car so they save money
1: I didn't know Tesla
0: has the biggest manufacturer and they have something called the gigafactory and they have a machine that can make their car like essentially in like a few pieces while one car needs thousands of pieces that are being made like small little pieces that are being attached together in an assembly line while Tesla has this big machine that just like makes one big steel piece and prints the thing out and it's like perfect. Everything. So it's not a whole bunch of pieces that... I mean, you're saving yourself thousands and thousands and thousands of pieces by this big machine that he makes. The machine is as big as this house. Yeah. Which usually those machines that make those metal sheets and all that stuff, they're about the size of this room. But that machine that Tesla has, he has the size of this house. So, I mean... The manufacturing's cheaper. This this guy's on a whole nother level. I mean, everybody's been playing checkers. He's playing chess.
1: hmm
0: I mean, uh people are just trying. I mean, y- y- this guy's competing against Virgin Company to get to they they call it the space race. That's not a space race. He's been to space, he's killing everybody. Uh Jeff Bezos. They're saying he built a rocket. Oh, my God, he's going to beat Elon Musk. He's not even in the same stratosphere as Elon Musk. Jeff Bezos just built a rocket that could go up to space, float, right? I think it's called in the stratosphere, right? I think this is a second level or something like that, right? So you're not leaving the okay. atmosphere. So it's just a stratosphere or something like that. So he, he, Jeff Bezos built a rocket that just goes up, floats, and then comes back down. So he hasn't gone into outer space. hmm Right? Virgin Islands has only done the same thing. Guess what? NASA gave the contract to Elon Musk in SpaceX because he was so far ahead. And his new rocket can fit Jeff Bezos' new rocket in his brand new rocket. I mean, this guy's this guy's planning Mars. Yeah. Everybody else is talking about like, you know, they're playing with sticks and rocks. <laughs> this guy is playing Xbox. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this, this guy Elon Musk is on is on is at, just at a whole nother level. So, it sucks, but I think he'll fix it. I mean, I, no, I, yeah, be- I, it's weird that it's not software. Because the car itself is like, it's just the software that's screwing that up. I can't see where the car would be.
1: I think, I don't think, <clears throat> honestly, I don't think it's the car. I think it's like the contributing factors. So, like, because it's... it's like, from what I could tell from the article, it seemed to be more like it was, like, stop signs rather than, like, traffic lights. So, I think it was probably, like, because, you know, like, sometimes you're driving and, you like, you pass a stop sign. Because it's not, like, right there out in the open where you can see. It's, like, kind of hidden. Mm. So, when when you're passing, you're like, oh, shoot. Like, I passed a stop sign. I feel like it's it's probably that. Because... Like I said, from what I could tell from the article, it it seemed to only really be stop signs that it was having the problem with.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised that they they had to do a recall and bring in all those cars. Well, then again, when you buy the car, you're kind of buying into the software, too. So they probably did a recall and were like, we need to bring back everything. We can't have you guys driving these cars, period. So, yeah, damn, that sucks for Elon Musk, man. But what are you going to do? All right, so going into the tech world yeah let's jump into the tech world so the metaverse you've heard about this right have you heard about this so meta right so facebook created something called meta it's meta world so adidas all these people are buying out properties inside of the metaverse which is the meta universe now you can go in there Uh, facebook ended up buying oculus if i'm not mistaken they bought out oculus which is like that uh, 3D viewing company, right, that you can put on these, these, this headset and you enter and you see everything in 3D mm. in your hands and everything and you move into a 3D world. So Meta, which was Facebook, changed to Meta, bought out Oculus and then they created the Metaverse and all this stuff. So people are already living in the Metaverse. Now, this is where the story gets crazy somebody was just abused a woman was just abused in the metaverse and this is crazy because it was like i guess like other guys in the virtual reality were like entering their the virtual reality and they were all in there and like these guys were like abusing her groping her i don't know whatever it was but that's not even the big part of the story now here's the big thing the dangerous thing now we had talked about the matrix last time Right, two podcasts go. So, understanding a little bit about the Matrix. If you haven't heard the Matrix, you gotta go out. I mean, you gotta wake up and watch the damn Matrix because you're living in la 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 -La. land if you don't know what this movie is. But, anyways, coming back, what do you think Facebook's gonna do? The first thing they're gonna do is, all right, well, we got you know this this lady's probably gonna try to sue us, and we gotta make sure that people feel safe, quote unquote. I'm doing the finger quotes. Can't see me, but I'm doing the finger quotes. She, we need to make sure she feels safe. So, we need to hire police officers. So, they're going to have to have probably police officers. I bet you. I, I mean, what, what's today? Today is February 1st. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I'm saying on February 1st that they're going to need to get police officers because of that reason. So, they're going to get police officers. They're going to hire police officers. After hiring police officers, they're going to be like, oh my God, we got to pay these guys to enter into the meta world kind of see what's happening and then kind of stop these people and then delete their account or suspend their account and god we got to pay these guys part-time it's just or... like
1: crazy how do you go about that
0: well wait, wait wait so they're gonna have to pay them and then of course because every company is trying to find ways to save money what are they going to do they're going to create an algorithm or some ai technology to play the police what does that sound like the agents from the matrix I like how you did that. This is crazy. I'm telling you. So many you movies. You brought up The
1: Matrix and I was like, where are you going with this? And they used it and I was like, ah.
0: Yeah. All right. So, so many movies that we watch have come to reality. They've, yeah. Like, they've come to fruition. Like, it's real. Like, what we thought would never happen in mm-hmm. movies back in like the 80s, the 90s. Okay. Right? I used to watch stuff and be like, oh, come on. That's crazy. Never going to happen. Never. This is happening That's right crazy, now,
1: crazy dude.
0: So, I'm telling you guys, be very wow. careful with this metaverse. Uh, we had said Seriously? it on the last on the last news. Activision just sold for 68.7 billion, and their net revenue was only 5.6 or 5. something billion dollars. Mm-hmm. That means Microsoft would not buy a company. That is going to be anything worse than anything less worth less than $68.7 billion. That means that they think that the world is going to be like living in virtual reality in a gaming world because we do not accept the reality that we're living in. This is crazy. This is getting nuts. I would
1: hate to see that.
0: Yep. So, yeah, that was just kind of a little side news for the gaming world. I don't even know if it's considered gaming. It's virtual reality. It's just a whole uh, other world. It's a whole other life.
1: No, I mean...
0: That's not gaming. Like, these people are literally creating their own houses. Yeah, it's not
1: gaming, but it's...
0: People are getting married in this thing.
1: What do, you, what do you call that?
0: They're signing contracts.
1: It's like another term for, like, stuff like that, but I can't think of it right now. That's crazy, though.
0: Yeah. All right, let's jump into the next one. It's your turn.
1: All right, so this one's gonna be my last one, and I'm gonna end on a on a funny note. Now I don't know if it's because I'm tired, but when I read this, or when I read this, that I was tired. Even now I'm looking at it, and I'm still laughing. It's really dumb. It has like nothing to do, but I thought it would be hilarious. You guys are going to have to go and watch the video because I thought it was the funniest thing ever. So for those that are on the um, in the New England area, recently we just had like a huge snowstorm, ton of snow, whatever. So temperatures have kind of been dropping everywhere, right? So Florida, mind you, Florida is like typically tropical, kind of like humid area, right? Florida is so cold. That iguanas are falling out of trees. (laughs) When I read this, oh my god, dude, and literally what I thought in my head is exactly what happens in the video. They get so cold that they like tense up and they almost like get paralyzed and they just drop. They've been they've been falling out of trees, so I guess because like like animals like iguanas and stuff like that like need to be in more like humid kind of warmer weather's, and because temperatures have been dropping everywhere, they've literally just been falling out of trees. Damn! (laughs) So they have to like take them and like heat them up, and you can watch the video. It's it's on um, it's on NBC. So just look up iguanas falling out of trees in NBC. There's a video. And you can see, like, they pick some of them up, and they, like, have to warm them up. And you can see they're literally, like, paralyzed, and they're, like, tensed up. And then once they warm them up, like, their muscles relax, and then they, like, come back to life.
0: Yeah, because they're, they're, what what do they call They're cold-blooded. Yes. So they, they have to be, like, in heat yes. all the time. So, yeah, so as soon as the freeze, like, they, they would enter into, like, a shock.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: damn, yo. That's crazy, man. Iguanas falling out of trees. I I'm, read that listen, and I was like, listen, I'm not going to lie, man. Like, I'm, I'm not scared about a lot of things, but I do get like, it creeps me out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be like sitting there petting an iguana, like all happily. So if, if an iguana just fell out of the tree, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. I freak out. So, all right, jumping into some other stuff here. Now, a lady in Illinois, right, was creating a fence for her dog. was denied she couldn't create the fence for her dog and was sent a copy of her deed from her home owners association Mm -hmm. explaining why she couldn't have the fence and later found out that after reading carefully that there was a clause that right this 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 is quoted from the deed march Mm -hmm. 1929 okay there was a clause that she could never sell her house or to any person or persons of african or negro japanese chinese jewish or hebrew races or their descent.
1: oh my god wait where was this
0: this was in illinois and now oh they're making a change like so they brought it to the supreme court in new york and they're they're I guess they're gonna start making changes everywhere. That the law is changing. That no no verbiage like that can be used anymore in deeds. So it you're allowed to change your deed if it does have verbiage like that, racial verbiage. That's so, crazy
1: though that somebody didn't catch that till now.
0: No, there's so there's a lot of deeds like that. I started looking it up. It's a whole bunch of deeds like that that people. Never read. So when you sign contracts for houses, like, your contract is like a stack of papers. Mm. It's just like any other contract. Like, I want to know what human being actually sits there and reads their Apple agreements. And I accept. Nobody reads that thing. So uh, I tried one time, and I was like, okay, I can't do this. And that's the fact that I speed read, and I was just, like, trying to skim through as fast as I could, try to get all of it. And I was like, I can't do this, man. And I just hit accept, continue to move on. So, so... My point is, is that, I don't know if you know, so this is how a lot of different places, like, people were beginning to move. Like, they began to ignore a lot of these things. Um, Compton was one of them. So, in Compton, it was like that. You, uh, you it used to be a, a all-white neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But then they started, the bank started selling to all ba- black people. And then it created the whole gentrification, all this stuff. Yeah. But it's... And Illinois was not the only place. I mean, that started in 1929, and by, like, the 1940s, 1950s, it was, like, massive. Every single place, every single area, not every single area, I take that back, a good chunk of America was was making laws like that, say, signing deeds, clauses that you cannot do that, you cannot sell to black people, because they wanted to keep that neighborhood white.
1: Mm-hmm. So, But that's crazy, that wasn't even just black, that was, like, black, Asian, like... The whole yeah, shooting.
0: they wanted to keep the whole neighborhood, the whole block, the whole city. They wanted to keep it white, until the city or the banks decided, okay, we want to gentrify the area. So how do we do this? We can't do this white people. So what we're gonna do is we're now. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a person who's big on like oh, like racism and all this stuff. I don't like mm-hmm. being big on that. And I'm not saying that oh, all white people are terrible. Like this is something in the 40s and the 50s, and more than likely a lot of that is already gone. Yeah, but. It's still in the word, like to Mm -hmm. show how bad things were back in the day.
1: Yeah,
0: like we're we're nowhere near what we used to be in the 40s and 50s. We have equal opportunity Mm -hmm. now. What society is looking for is equal outcome, and I think that's very dangerous. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Equal outcome is going to destroy our society. That's an atomic bomb waiting to go off. Right? Equal outcome. Right. Remember now. Equal Opportunity says we all start at the same line. Equal Outcome says you can be lazy and I can work hard and we're still going to mm-hmm. get the same uh, paycheck at the end.
1: Which I I didn't put in there because I didn't know how much I liked it. But um, I wish I had the article. But Biden, um, I forgot like what it was, but like in some part of, like, the government, I forgot where it was, or if it was, like, the Supreme Court, or something like that, was, like, trying to get something passed that you had to have two black people in, whatever it was, I I don't remember the article, I wish I had it, um, like, regardless of their, like, education, or, like, credentials, or whatever, like, you had to have, like, Two black people
0: so this is this is uh, i did see that there yeah like some i forgot some law that was trying to be i don't think I, I don't think it got passed but i think they were trying to pass a law that said like there had to be a certain amount of ethnicity within mm-hmm. a company you know minimum like you have to have it
1: yeah
0: and that now i'm not saying anything about Hispanics, blacks, Japanese, or anything. I'm not saying anything about this. Okay, I'm not saying that the black or the Hispanic community cannot do this. But we've created a society that has that has allowed the best possible skill to rise to the top. Okay? Now, to pass a law like that, we're going to go back tens and thousands of years because uh we are in we're going to the tribal instinct this is what they used to do in the tribal times right they used to look over and say okay like your skin color your skin color where you are where you stand you know this is we're talking about the times of the egyptians that were were like okay you're hebrew yeah. you're you know i'm you know i we're we're black you know we're in egypt you know there's but you're hebrew you're white like you your skin color your people your people are going to be the ones that are the slaves right so m- my point is, is this is tribal instinct these are people who who are not sentient beings they they i mean we were but but they're not their intellectual level couldn't understand that the the best possible person should rise to the top, not according to skin color. So, for us to do this is to say that we're taking tens and thousands of years, steps backwards
1: mm-hmm.
0: into time, and saying we're choosing color versus skill. It's, it's to say, you know, that it doesn't matter how bad you suck at your job, you know, you, because of your skin color, you move to the top. What does it sound like? This sounds like Hitler.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's the difference? What is the difference between uh, doing it with black people and doing it with white people?
1: Yeah,
0: you're no different. When, you, what's the difference between the man who who rapes the woman and the woman who rapes the man? What's the difference between you know the father who raped the son and the son raped another son?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's the difference? There's no difference. that the, the mistake is still being made. Yeah, We've become such intellectual human beings that we understand the best possible person should rise to the top because that's what creates the best possible society and the best possible innovation and entrepreneurs for our world. It says, he who is the best, he who works the hardest shall rise to the top, not your skin color rises to the top.
1: Yeah. Which I agree with what you said. It's one thing to have like equal opportunity and like the chance the chance for everybody to get the opportunity if they can you know like get the job or whatever it may be but to say no we need two white people two black people two hispanic people two asians regardless of 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 their credentials is like it's stupid
0: yeah it's 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 funny it's funny that you 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 said that it's crazy i so i don't know if you the the listeners know but i i write things sometimes like thoughts that are in my brain Mm. like that i've been thinking about sitting on contemplating and look at what i wrote and you said this it has taken it has taken us ten thousand years to build a society based on moral capability our structures our structures are not perfect and still need a lot of work but to elect people based on gender race nationality is stupid because it is like going back to tribal instinct This is what they used to do in the tribal times. I think we are destroying our society with this gender equality and gender politics, right? Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about it from gender, but even from the race. Yeah. So, I mean, we've we've built our structures based on moral capabilities, right? How good are you? How strong are you? Are you a good human being? Do you have great values? Mm. Are you are your moral virtues great? Right. Because you could be Hispanic and be a piece of garbage, Mm -hmm. just to have equality.
1: Yeah.
0: But if 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 you are a black, a Hispanic, a white, a Hebrew, a Japanese, whatever it is, you know, I don't care what race you are, what 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 skin color you are. But if you're a good human being with great, strong moral virtues, you should rise to the top because your skill level is the absolute best skill level.
1: Yeah.
0: We're going back tens and thousands of years we're, we're 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 gonna destroy our society if we do these things like
1: we cut out everything that's important like is it really that important to have like just people of just the of different colors and different backgrounds like you want you want the best doctor you can get Regardless, if that doctor is Hispanic, Asian, whatever it may be, you're not going to, like, because I'm Hispanic, I'm going to be like, no, I only want a Hispanic doctor and get shitty care just because I want a Hispanic doctor.
0: When when it comes down to that, every single person listening to this podcast, and whoever says no, you're just stubborn and ignorant. That's the truth. Absolute truth. If you are a white person, right, and you say, no, I want to have you know equality and so i want to choose a black doctor if you got cancer and you're about to die and you know that you're about to leave your five-year-old son and you already lost he already lost his father at war and you're the last thing he's got left but the white guy is the best guy for the job and he's going to absolutely save you and then the black guy is maybe not the greatest or vice versa you're black looking at a white doctor because you want equality and then you you're, you don't want to choose the black doctor, and the black doctor is really the best black doctor that there is mm-hmm. out there. I'm sorry. Everything goes out the window.
1: Yeah.
0: And you're going to say, screw it. I'm going to choose the black doctor because reasons, numbers, and all this, everything says that this guy is the best guy. Forget race, forget skin color, forget everything. Exactly. We're going to choose the guy who's the best, who's worked the hardest, and whose skill level is absolute. Which,
1: it, it, it's dumb that that doesn't apply to everything.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So it should. All right, jumping into another news. So two fighter pilots' lives were saved when they passed out flying over Nevada. And this system that has set algorithms know, right, it, it knows when you're about to hit the ground. It's called AGCS, it's Anti-Ground Collision System right and what it does is that as soon as it understands that you're like right up to the point that you're about to hit it goes mm-hmm. ooh he's about to hit and it kind of lifts the it stabilizes the plane again
1: mm-hmm.
0: until the pilot kind of wakes up and i guess that there are certain things that show that the pilot <coughs> that the pilot has passed out so what it does is uh the pilot it'll kind of the agcs will stabilize mm-hmm. and it'll continue to fly now this is crazy because ai is controlling everything this is just to show how ai is just going to run everything and and i'm not saying it's a bad thing i think this is great what they've created but my point is is that we're we're gonna become like those people like you've seen the movie Wall-E? yes so at the end of the show uh wally you know it's uh it's, it's people who, everything is done. They move moving a couch, in a lazy boy couch. The food mm-hmm. is served to them. They have to do absolutely nothing. There's a TV in front of their face. It's just, they just got to open their mouth, eat, and watch TV. Mm-hmm. And they become big and huge. And AI is going to control everything. Artificial intelligence is going to control absolutely everything. And this is where, why trades are becoming a big thing. Yeah, You know, nurses, doctors, construction workers, hairdressing, barbers. Because the only thing a machine can't do is create and fix. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It can do anything that the coding is set it to do. But it cannot, like, it cannot artistically create. That's one thing a machine cannot Mm -hmm. do as much as it wants to. It can repeat and recreate and then fix it cannot do. Because the diagnosing of a problem takes more than just you know it's seeing it understanding everything else is connecting the vision with the mind all together yeah. to fix a problem machines, even with
1: emotions too you can't yeah. a robot so, can't feel yeah can't sympathize can't
0: so for that reason you know it's it's uh ai is going to end up controlling everything we're going to turn into a society where we're going to be like wally at the end of wally e if you guys haven't seen this just put ending of wally or watch the end of Wally when they start showing the human beings and where they've gotten to. So Yeah. Yeah, that's on the two two fighter pilots that ended up passing out. Also um, there's also a shortages of nurses too. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons nurses quit so quickly is because people see nurses like butlers. Right? Yeah. So they're demanding to be served because of a society that we've built. Is based around me, 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 me. Selfishness, selfishness, enough. Right? It's like serve me, me, me. So while before in the history, I don't know if you know, but the first some of the first hospitals in, that were created were by the churches. So the churches created mm-hmm. hospitals, and the hospitals uh, were there as a mercy. Out of mercy, they would serve the people. Out of mercy, they would take them in. Nobody needed to take them in. Nobody was taking them in. But out of love and charity, they took them in. The people were grateful because there was nothing else out there. Nobody else was, there was nobody else taking care of them. So then these hospitals come along, right? Churches built and that were taking in people, loving them, caring for them and then giving them a new life and then sending them off back home and they were grateful and they weren't demanding of anything. They were just happy to be laying in the bed instead of out on the street, cold. Yeah. Now we're living in a society where we feel that everything, we deserve it everything we demand like we're entitled to everything we're absolutely entitled to everything so for that reason alone <clears throat> we're um we see the a lot of the nurses are saying that i'm tired of being in a in a work environment where i get punched
1: mm-hmm.
0: like like nurse some nurses i guess will come home and they say like well, what'd you do you know oh yeah you know oh, i had to deal with the headache of a boss what'd you deal with i got punched in the face yeah I got punched in my arms, I got punched in my neck, I got pit, you know, so nurses don't want to be nurses, especially now, like, it takes so much love and so much patience, and we all, a lot of human beings don't have mm-hmm. this, so nurses don't want to be nurses no more. Yeah. So there's also a shortage, I'm not saying that's the reason, but there's, that's one of the reasons why there is this, a social, a yeah. shortage. It, ta- it takes a very
1: specific personality mm. to be a nurse and to stay a nurse.
0: Yeah, and imagine, like, this is why it's so important that you're such a good human being, and I, and Because when you tend to get dementia, what begins to happen is you'll fall into the habits that are like muscle memory. Like I was saying in the precision of speech. So you weren't here the last time, but in the precision of speech, I was explaining how your brain, when it's learning to do something, it's using both right and left side of the brain.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. As it begins to hone in on that uh, skill that you're trying to get better at, it goes from using right and left to only the left side of the brain. And as it masters this skill and has perfected it, it goes from left, full left side of the brain to now back left side of the brain till it builds a specific little part of your brain that's just like a little machine just so it's muscle memory constantly, right? So who you are, if you're a piece of garbage and you don't try to change and make it a habit that you practice to be a good human being, what eventually is going to happen is you're going to get to be 60 years old and dementia's going to kick in that common sense is going to leave and you're just going to be a piece of garbage all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And most human beings are such pieces of garbage. We just are all of us. I mean a lot yeah. of us that that's what you, you 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 don't have the common sense to be able to control it anymore and to say I shouldn't act like this to the nurse. So you're just going to be a piece of garbage. This is why it's it's so important that we practice at such a young age to start building this good human quality in our lives to control our mouth, control our emotions, and build good habits, good moral virtues, good ethics in your life. So <clears throat> that was, you know, something that I felt like very important, you know, especially for our, our current society that we're living in. Yeah. Now, last, last news. Neil Young, he's a singer, right? <clears throat> big time guy. Neil Young is one of the, like a big, 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 big time artist. Uh has his own music, everything, owns his own catalogs. So Neil Young gave Spotify an ultimatum. Right? It's either me or Joe Rogan. Because Joe Rogan's talking about all this vaccination, and CDC, and politics and blah 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 mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And he hates it. He's mad about it. So he gives Spotify an ultimatum, either me or Joe Rogan. Now. Wow. Neil Young took the post down not too much later. I guess probably after putting it up, he was like, oh, snaps. Like his friends probably were like, what are you doing? I bet you that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Friends called him up and was like, you idiot. What are you doing? Take that down right now. Agents. Uh who knows? Maybe mm-hmm. he sold he just recently sold fifty percent of his catalog. That means somebody else owns his music right now. Fifty percent of all his music. I bet you those people called him up and were like, We're gonna sue you because you're <laughs> about to make us lose a lot of money. So take that down right now. So he probably took it down. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but Spotify, before he took the post down, or or maybe after he took the post down, before he took the post down, Spotify had already taken his music off of Spotify. And he gets 60% of all, 65% of all his revenue is, his 65% of all his revenue comes from Spotify.
1: Oh my God. So
0: the person who just bought his catalog was probably just lost 65% of their revenues because of him, because of a dumb comment that he made. Oh my God. Now, this is weird because Neil Young, right? Has been very open about his conservative thoughts and his conservative views, and and this whole vaccination to be with the vaccine and all these things like is very liberal. Yeah. And he's been, he's been very anti-vax, right? He's he's spoken openly about being anti-vax, anti-this, anti-that, right? And all of a sudden now he's like very liberal, right? Now what you are, liberal conservative, doesn't matter to me. My yeah. point is is why all of a sudden the switch from one day to the next, boom, a, in a moment, just all of a sudden you're liberal views and you're with vaccination and you're all, and he was very anti of all this stuff before. So I find it weird that Neil Young did that, especially against Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is the number one podcaster in the world. Like this guy has like 15 times the viewership of CNN. Like five times the viewership of MSNBC, CBS. This guy is massive. Mm -hmm. Spotify has so many people that went to Spotify, got so much business just from Joe Rogan. Yeah. Because he used to be YouTube and uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. And then he switched over from that into Spotify. So people, in order for people to listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, they had to switch over to Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. So Joe Rogan moved over to Spotify, and Spotify got so much money. Think about how big this guy is that they said, yep, sorry, Neil Young, you're big. You're real big, but... uh, Not big enough. Not big enough. Not enough for us to take down Joe Rogan. This guy is absolute money. He's a cash cow. He is cash cow. When you think about Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's cash cow. He's massive money, big time, buku bucks for Spotify. So... That's just to show you guys, Spotify is such a big thing, too. Like, really is. Mm-hmm. So, also,
1: don't go just running in your mouth, either.
0: <laughs> yeah, you gotta be careful about the things you say. This is why, like, once it's up on the web, on the World Wide Web, that's oh, it. It's yeah. never coming off. It's up there for life. Yep. So, we have... I mean, this is just nuts. I mean, to, to to think that you're going to try to take on something like this. But, yeah. So, there you go, you guys. That's your news for thought hopefully we've put enough information out there to kind of open your eyes a little bit more and hopefully we can continue to do this so we'll be seeing you guys in two weeks from now giving you more news but next week we'll be giving you something new something fresh we're going to be moving on to a few different things i've been studying about a whole bunch of different things i want to talk about a few things i'm going to switch over from a little bit of psychology to some other things um i want to talk about water the importance of water but i'm not going to give you like just like oh water dehydration your brain like yeah i'm gonna try to give you some interesting things that a lot of people haven't known about water that's actually really good uh crypto i'm gonna bring up something about crypto i'm not a financial advisor but i can give you a lot of different history a lot of different things that maybe make you look at crypto in a different way so definitely check that one out and also i do want to talk about malls 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 like shopping malls inner indoor shopping malls the history how things have changed where our society is moving and why was going to the mall a bad thing or is it actually better than we see it now so anyways before we finish off you guys give you one last reminder go to jared's remember jared's and waterford this deal is exclusive for Jared's in Waterford. If I didn't say it, I'm saying it again. Okay. Jared's in Waterford in one day Tom place, right? For those that know the areas, areas. the one
1: across from the mall.
0: Yes, so you gotta go to this one. Nick is amazing. Customer service is top of the line. I mean, I mean it. They're they're patient, they're caring, they listen to the story, they get themselves delved into what they're uh doing. So they kind of understand where you are they they make you feel secure you know you when you walk out of there you feel like you're informed and you made a great decision on your buy and you feel like you didn't lose your money or spend your money in the wrong way you got to remember also jared's is five times the size so they have five times the selection they have the lifetime guarantee they're more than likely never going to close down ever 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 because they're so big Also, the faster turnaround time, so the resizing of rings is usually an hour to a day, while other places is like two weeks on average. The heavier repairs is about two days. Others need, you know, couriers to come to pick up their stuff and then take it away. I mean, so their stuff stays in-house. You feel secure. You feel safe. You know that your diamond is in the same place that you left it not like other places where you're like you kind of feel weird the guy comes in he puts it inside of an envelope and then puts it in his truck and leaves i'm being serious i've seen these guys do this when i you know i used to have some other jewelry back in the day before i even got married and that's how it was literally they would come in they would grab the jewelry put it inside of an envelope and then walk out with it and put it inside their truck what they did with it i don't know you know what i mean they'd probably go into burger king I don't know, make other stops and somebody could have robbed them and taken your jewelry but mm-hmm. this stays in the house so that's the cool thing now remember why jewelry why because value rises if you look at it it's a great investment too even at that from a five to ten year span you look jewelry gold diamonds silver it's always on the rise if you look at it from a day or weekly it's it's kind of goes up and down, but if you look at it on the five ten twenty year span, jewelry has always gone up in price, so you know stocks close, diamonds don't, so that's a great way to look at it uh they're conflict free so you don't got to worry about that so everything Jared's owns their own mines and they only do business with reputable diamonds diamond grading companies which are also conflict free so Everything is good, and remember the levyon event that's happening February twenty third. You're gonna get the top five percent of of diamonds of jewelry that are coming in there. It's, they're a five hundred year old company, family owned business. You know they're in charge of the crown jewels of Persia. Also, they own their own Argyle mine in Australia, so they're also conflict free. You know, the, whatever you own is gonna be one of twenty, one of ten, one of fifty, whatever it is. Also, on that day, you're gonna only get your You'll get twenty percent off only on that day, okay? And then you're also uh, if you're tight on your budget, there's a lot of things that are under a thousand dollars. Also, if you don't have the money up front, you can get a credit card. More than likely, you'll pass through on this credit card. You don't need a massive perfect score or anything, but on average, for every seven hundred dollars on a monthly, you're going to be making a thirty-five dollar payment. So. Food for Thought podcast listeners will be getting a one-carat chocolate quartz cushion-cut loose gemstone. You can put it on a, on a pendant. You can put it on a ring. You can do whatever you want with that. And just let them know. Food for Thought podcast sent you. You'll get this with every purchase of any Le'Veon uh, item that you buy. You'll get this item, this uh, chocolate gemstone. So, you guys, thank you for listening to Food for Thought Podcast. And this was the News for Thought episode. So with that, God bless. And until two weeks, we'll see you.